Hey, what's going on, guys? This is GP. This is the Boom. This is JC. This is Flash. This is Denny Hendricks. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to the Run and Gun Podcast. What's going on, folks? Welcome to another episode of the Running Gun Podcast. I'm Jay Peeps. I'm Denny Hendricks. I'm JC. Welcome. We welcome you. Finally, for once, it's all three of us all on one. So we now you guys know we're all the same. We're all different people. We're not the same person. So there's no no catfishing, no different personality. Well, different personalities, but there's no one person being different voices or anything here. So... We're all good. What you mean? Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, way, to go, way to bring out the conspiracy theorists. Hey, right? well, all I'm saying is, I mean, never mind. We're not supposed to talk about it. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll calm down. Okay. But uh, before we before we dive into, into anything, I got breaking news. So uh, y'all know, basically, FAMU and Southern, they canceled – their series, right? Well, not the series, but they canceled their game that they were supposed to play in Baton Rouge this year. Yeah, what was the reason for the cancellation? Uh, COVID-19, basically. So Southern, Southern, what they've done is they've canceled their first two games of the season. So Southern was supposed to play a game on September 5th. And then September 12th, FAMU was supposed to come into uh, Baton Rouge. But they canceled both their games. So now Southern will open up their season with Alabama A&M. But a huge breakthrough just broke regarding who family will be playing possibly as a replacement for the September 12th weekend. And it's Tennessee state. Oh, that's not bad. I like it. I know. So are they, they going to, but do you, uh, you think family, family has a good chance of playing? Cause a lot of these games are getting uh, canceled. We heard what happened at Clemson. What happened to Clemson? Oh, the oh, 28. The 28 cases, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, based off of a source that I've heard, well, two different sources. One source says that right now we're all in limbo as far as what's going to happen with the season and everything. So he said when, when he knows, he'll let me know. So I really couldn't tell you what's going to happen right now. But I mean, and then the other source, uh, and I'm gonna dive right into this next is um, FAMU's AD on a Zoom call, I believe it was two nights ago, said that 20 players and six coaches had all tested negative for the virus. And a lot of people were saying, you know, why is it only 20 players and six coaches? But you know, that's what happens when right now this is a period where workouts are voluntary through the NCAA. So not everybody's back on campus right now. Mandatory work begins in August when everybody's supposed to be back in time for camp. So that's why it's only 20 players and six coaches. But still, that that's good, though. I, I don't think that that's happened anywhere else in in the country. I don't know. I just think that the wording is very misleading. What, did they test it negative? I mean – but you're giving a specific number on who tested negative, not just saying that everybody who attended tested negative. Right. You know, that is true too. Yeah. You, you Most of the point. time you generally want to portray a smaller number of whatever happens. That's yeah. You got a point. You got a point. I've, I fully agree with you because um, right now, you know, they FAMU has said that, that football workouts will fully resume on July 25th. The plan is to have everyone back safely. The official report date is August 9th. That's when the football drills will start. So, I mean, it's as of right now, even the university and even, um, even the people that run that are running the orange blossom classic are saying the game is still on hundred percent. They're working diligently with the city of Miami and, uh, day, um, yeah, Day County. So, I mean, it, as far as we know right now, they're still going to be playing the game. No, nothing has changed. 
So I mean, look, my thing is is this: look, I'm I'm going accordingly according to the, what they do. If that's that's the plan right here. If, if they if they're gonna play, I'll buy t- I'll buy the tickets. If they don't play, I'll just be chilling out at the house. So I mean, that's that's just me. Mm-hmm. But the other thing too is they said, and I think a lot of schools are gonna do this is. Um, student athletes will be required to wear masks while attending classes that are on campus that they have to go to campus to attend, which is something that I would have believed to be true. Um, another thing they said is a lot of the dormitories, you're only going to have a room to yourself, which I think is a, a brilliant idea. What a time to be a college student, huh? Right. They have a whole dorm to yourself. For but, real, I'm- look, it's great, boy. I'm trying to tell you. Oh my! I'll be walking through this place all day. All right, don't see, man. But um, I'll be loud, man. Get to do what I want. Wow, would have been uh golden times, golden times. But what if what? But what what happens if there's like an outbreak or a spike in numbers um once practice resumes? What's the plan for that? Because then the kids will already be exposed. You know, dude, I I wish I could tell you. I don't even know. This is this is a different monster than what we're all what we're all accustomed to dealing with. Mm-hmm. I I can't even tell you what the what the season's gonna look like for pro and college football. If if I knew the answer, I guarantee y'all I would I would share it with y'all, but I, I have no idea. The only thing I can really tell you now is is look, if, if someone tests positive, quarantine them and do and have have a protocol in place and just move forward. That's all I can say. I don't know. I think if the numbers spike, you're gonna see a shutdown. True. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Because yeah. they, at that point, you're not just endangering the kids and the students to go there. You're also endangering everyone else that's in the audience. Yeah. Right? yeah. We've, we've all been to a football game. You can just imagine how much contact you have inadvertently. Yeah. And it's a, and it's a contact sport. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But no, wait, wait till I get, until I start talking about the NCAA. You're going you gonna to be like, what? When I get to it, just wait. Well, Fan News AD said buy tickets now while you can, but if you're not willing to attend games, make sure you donate to the Rattler Athletic Fund that they're using to put forth towards the field house and other new things. Like, for for example, the softball field is getting turf now along with a new scoreboard. Hopefully by the time softball season rolls around for 2021, they'll be allowed, we'll be allowed to go back outside by then. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see. But you know, on to the NCAA now. Some the thing I wanted to tell y'all is so did y'all hear about the the twenty-eight no 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 yeah no it was it was twenty-eight LSU football players that all tested positive for COVID nineteen. At LSU? I thought it was Clemson. Yeah. No, it was at LSU too. I think it was it was like twenty-eight or thirty guys. But guess how these guess how these LSU players ended up catching COVID nineteen? Oh Lord, this is gonna be something wild. They went to a nightclub. Mm. And I'm trying to figure out the, I'm trying to figure out right now who opened up the nightclubs. I, I haven't heard anything went, about a nightclub. Well, there are clubs in Atlanta that are open. Is it easy that someone could have went to a club in Atlanta or they went to a club in Atlanta? And then spread it. Yeah. Wait, the clubs are open in Atlanta. Yeah, strip clubs and all. Wow. So they they don't got the. Now let me not go there. Let me not I go mean, there. And Tampa just as wild. So I I'm pretty and, sure. And Clemson is right up the street. Like yeah, think about it. Like Clemson is right up the street from Atlanta. You hear Atlanta's open. It's only like a three hour ride. You ain't got no school anyway. Hotels are super cheap. He right. Yeah. He right. Yeah. Pop on the phone. Hey, dog, we taking a trip. It's that easy. All right. That's true. Yeah, that's uh, – I can't believe it. I'm like, dang. My thing, I'm just looking at this now. I'm like, I, that That just told me enough. Right? I was like, yeah, LSU not going to repeat this year. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't I don't see it. I'm like, y'all 
Because one thing is, and this is this is something that I, I credit Alabama for. Alabama had five guys test positive. I believe it was at least five guys. Something like that would have never happened at Alabama. Because they'd have been like, you know, okay, look, here's what we got to do. We dead set on it. We got to defend our title. We finna go win us another one. I don't know, but what you gonna do in Alabama though? They got something. They got you. Could, you could go to Montgomery. Montgomery's a pretty lively city now. Yeah, I'm sure. But I mean, dude, come on now, like, dang. But it was probably was, shut down. It was probably shut down. Yeah, you know they would shut down that city, and that is just open because it's big as hell. Tis true. Tis true. Um, but yeah, we already talked about the 28 players testing positive at Clemson. Uh, the other thing too is, uh, and I want to hit on this, the Bayou Classic has been rumored to be getting moved outside of New Orleans for the next two years. I don't know what they're going to do, but, um, I said, I said, where are they going to play at? If they're moving it out of New Orleans, uh, they're looking at, uh, you playing it in Houston, because they did that after Hurricane Katrina. They're looking at Tiger Stadium, although a lot of people have said don't play an HBCU Classic at a predominantly white institution, which, I mean, I can understand that. And some people have said Shreveport. I could get on board with Shreveport or even uh, possibly Houston. I can see Shreveport. It makes more sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I mean, I'd say keep it somewhere in Louisiana. At least, yeah. Because I, mean, I was you, say that Houston move, you don't want to move it from outside of the state. Exactly, and then if yeah. I'm if I'm a Southern fan or a Grambling fan, I'm not trying to drive that far. But I don't know them people in Louisiana; they built different. There was a whole line of them just showed up in Tallahassee last year, and it was a ton of them. They showed up; they rolled in deep. I've never seen a team roll in that deep before. But um. I said that's what um that's oh, how the Tigers showed up to Atlanta. Just mad beat a whole bunch of them a week before the game started. The whole city was just purple. Wow. Yeah, they huh. rolled deep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, the other thing I think you guys are going to find interesting is uh, and Josh, you, you Josh, remember how last last episode we were talking about um, Bethune Cookman possibly moving to the SWAC. Mm-hmm. Guess what happened? With Dole Cookman moving to the swag, huh? They rumored to be moving to the swag. I was like, you know what? Oh my gosh. See? I cr- I credit all the HBCU outlets for covering this, including us. Um so yeah, Bethune Cookman, like a reporter told me, was saying, you know, Bethune's gonna do whatever fam you does. Bethune realizes that it's a money move going to the swag and they want it, they want in. And I've been saying it. Bethune's got the band to compete. Bethune's got the football team. That, well, not full, just football team, but athletics that can compete and stuff. So you know, it's 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 a big move. And then plus, you know, you you claim the you claim the Florida Classic as another SWAC Classic game. It's it's a huge money move. Right. That was on the money. It it made too much sense. You know, it's. It really did. The only the only problem a lot of people have with it is the fact that Daytona is so far away from the other schools in the SWAC. But my thing is, you know, let's ignore distance for a short second and kind of look at what what they bring to the table. Yeah, I mean, you get the the pedigree, you get the the game, you get a de- a decent athletic group. You get, I mean. It makes sense monetarily, and I guess uh, what what prestige prestigious wise prestigious. You know the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it makes sense, especially if fam is going. I mean, it it only makes sense. Yeah, I don't think any of those other schools in a swag would wouldn't mind going to Daytona once a year to play. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, dude, right. That's a exactly. win in everybody's book. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little trip. 
I'm looking at it. I'm like, people are so upset about going to Daytona. They was like, oh man, why we got to go play there? I was like, look, okay, it's a it's a high school stadium, and the campus is like two blocks two blocks deep. But I mean, let's be real. Like, you get you could probably get your hotel room on the beach. You could chill out right. and sit on the beach, Super have a nice hotel. Trip. I'm about to say, y'all ever been to Daytona? Because shoot, exactly. Yeah, I used to go at least once every other week when I was living in Orlando. Just oh, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, we was <laughs> down there deep. I was like, I'm like, dude, like this is y'all need to realize like that. That's a good move. Y'all need to let them in. But I'm, you know, hey, I I, I do hope they get in for the sake of, for the sake of the Florida Classic. And for the sake of you know helping everybody generate some money, because it's it's a perfect move if you ask me. But um, and also the other thing too also is we we got a, a little bit of drama going on in the NCAA. You know, Mike Gundy had to apologize after wearing an uh an O an own T-shirt an O A N T-shirt. I forget what that that acronym spells out. Uh, One American News. Yeah, one. Yeah, he got in trouble for for wearing that. Uh, his star running back Chuba Hubbard called him out for wearing the shirt. But since ever since then, Mike Gundy has you know confronted him. Oh no, he confronted Mike Gundy, and then they kind of buried the hatchet a little bit, you know. And um, ever since then, it's it's kind of it's getting a little bit better. But a lot of stuff is leaked about Mike Gundy. Like I believe one of Shannon Sharp's former teammates said, you know, Mike Gundy's a, a racist and called him the N word. Oh yeah, he got mad because he was getting beat and he called him the N. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that was the same guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was wondering why the name sounded so familiar. Yeah. I, yep. know, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. See, I I had I had hope for Oklahoma State this year that they could probably you know beat Oklahoma and maybe probably do some damage in the Big 12. It would probably be the reason the Big 12 got left out of the playoff this year if we have a season. But I I don't know no more. The The psyche just doesn't seem like it might be there anymore. Uh-uh. Yep. Um, also, Iowa, the Hawkeyes, they parted ways with strength coach Chris Doyle. So now Iowa's on the market for finding a new strength coach after a lot of what Chris Doyle has – Said, I believe it was in text messages. Well, they had to. It was a move they had to make. Yeah. Stand to be criticized for a long time. Yep. I agree. Even to also UCLA players say they want a third party oversight for their health and safety administration because they don't trust Chip Kelly. Ha. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Who does? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, you know how you know how sorry you gotta be for your players to not trust you at all. I'm not I'm like at, at this point they might as well just start finding his replacement now. Right. Like yo, yo, first of all, your your players don't trust you during a health during a health crisis, like it's I can only imagine what goes on Monday through Monday through Friday when getting ready for a game. I can only imagine. I said he should have just called it quits years ago. Yeah, yeah. After that stint in Philly. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. A stint. They got rid of him and won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the other thing too is, uh, Florida state is looking to drop the name of dope Campbell from its stadium. So now it's a lot of people are saying, you know, name the stadium after Bobby Bowden. Yeah. Cause, um, some people have said, you know, name the field after former de- former star defensive coordinator, Mickey Andrews, call it Mickey Andrews field at Bobby Bowden stadium. And I look, I can, I can get on board with it. I can definitely get on board with it. Uh, educate me. Why are they dropping the name? Uh, Dope Campbell. The I believe he was one of the. Let me. Let me find this. Dope Campbell. The problem with Dope Campbell, I believe, the. 
Ooh. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Doak S. Campbell was president of Florida State College for women. He was one of the people that led to the transition of Florida State becoming co-ed between 1941 and 1957. But I, I believe Doak Campbell had a very racist past. Yeah, his racist segregationist views while president. I was about to say, is it segregation thing? Yeah, yeah it, it is. Yeah, almost all it, it really, is. You know how they were. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So now they want his name scratched from there, and they want to put Bobby Bowden's name on the stadium. And then, yeah, name the field after Mickey Andrews. I can get with it. Nice. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. But see, the other thing, too, is and a lot of Gator fans are upset about this is, you know, how Florida has banned the use of the term Gator bait. And now Gator fans want to turn it back on Florida State and say, you know, Florida State needs to get rid of Chief Osceola and get rid of the Tomahawk Chop and get rid of the war chant. I'm just like, first of all. Well, Florida State, Florida, yeah, they've been given permission to use all of that. Like Exactly. Like a, a whole list of articles. And it was just like how Florida State, you know, asked for permission for all of it and went through everything right. Even like Chief Osceola is still was still like granted for them because you know they were um sorry they helped with the Seminole Nation. Like you can look it up. Like I know it's a bunch. It's a bunch of articles because I've seen it myself. Oh yeah, I've seen them too. Because the thing is, is look. Me, me, and me, and uh, JC, we played with a Seminole Indian who was cool with it. And then the other thing too is, you know, the Seminole, the, the Seminole Indians, the Seminole Indian tribe of Florida helped design Chief Osceola's uniform that he wears on game day. And then on top of that, it's not even just the Seminole tribe of Florida, but the Seminole Indians that were driven out of Florida that are now in Oklahoma, they have also given the university their blessing. So it's just like exactly like we and then the thing about it is I saw an article in the newspaper online that said that that was being taught at the university. So that means that means to tell me certain people that are saying this isn't right have just refused to really acknowledge the fact that this was going on in Gainesville yep. and that they were being taught like it, that's all. It, that's all it says to me. Also, the uh, the state of Mississippi will no longer host championships, according to the NCAA. Okay. So now that means basically all Corn State, Jackson State, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss, none of them can host any championships. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody, but those teams cannot host any championships. So long as the state flag flies in Mississippi. Oh, the state flag. Uh, yeah. Mm. I'm just like, hey, look. So you want to know what's crazy now? It's basically saying, you know, say, say this happens next year. Say FAMU wins the East. Alcorn gets moved over to the West in the SWAC, and Alcorn wins – the Alcorn wins the West, FAMU wins the East, and they meet up, but Alcorn has a better record. FAMU would probably then hold FAMU would probably then host the SWAC championship in Tallahassee. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I mean, hey, look, they better get to work on finding a new state flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean it it is about time because I mean look, that that Confederate flag shouldn't be hanging on by a thread literally in the state of Mississippi. I mean, yeah, because I, honestly, I don't even understand what's the appeal of clinging to it. Exactly. And that brings me to my next topic. So NASCAR, well, before I get into that, NASCAR had their race in Homestead, first race of the year. Or no, first, yeah, first race back, I believe. Second race. Yeah, second race back. 
Denny Hamlin finished. He started in first. He finished in first down at Homestead. Bubba Wallace, the driver of the Black Lives Matter car, finished in 13th place. Not bad. You finished top 15. Let's go for top 10. I hope you finished top 10 in this last race. That was in Talladega. So what happened in Talladega today was someone flew a Confederate flag over the racetrack. Like in a with a plane? Yes. Interesting. So yeah, NASCAR is well aware of this now. And boy, is it interesting. Mm. So I don't know what they're gonna do about that. Um the other thing is uh NASCAR is going to allow thirty thousand fans to attend their next race at Bristol Motor Speedway. And they're only allowing 30,000 because Bristol Motor Speedway holds 126,000 people at max capacity. So 30,000 fans are welcome to attend that event. I don't know if 30,000 will actually turn out. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just what what always comes to me is what's the appeal of just repping that flag, right? And a lot of them will be like, oh, it's heritage, right? Blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. you know, it's my heritage, blah, 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 as an American. So you're saying that as an American, it's your heritage to represent a traitorous flag that rebelled from America. Exactly. Like, that's that's the thing that people need to realize is – that flag was rebellious to the union that, and to that flag is yeah. for states rights states rights to do what have slaves so yeah, i'm with you I'm, I'm following you kids if you're listening and someone says it's states rights ask them states rights to do what and if they don't give you a straight answer hit them Hey, keep talking. Preach. Let them know. Tell them, show them we more than just a sports page. Educate them. Because it's educate it's, them. It's common sense. I feel that. I'm, I feel that. I I don't want to get off on a on a real tangent here because I haven't come up with all my information. I don't don't get me wrong. I'll start coming up with textbooks and give you APA citations sideways trust me i wrote a whole paper on this but it just doesn't make sense to cling towards a traitorous past of america in fact you're betraying the entire fact that you say that you rep that flag for i feel that i feel you i fully feel you um and now on to the nfl Hopefully Hendricks can get back with us. Uh, Lamar Jackson debuted on the cover of Madden 21. Lamar Jackson says that the Ravens underestimated the Titans in the divisional round. My guy. There we go. Oh, he, uh, there you go. He, oh, he's back right in the nick of time. Did he hear what I just said? Yeah, I heard you the whole time. You couldn't hear me? No. No, bro, we couldn't hear hey, you. Maybe the Lord was holding you back for this moment. Exactly. <laughs> for you. For you. For you. So y'all didn't hear what I said about the Confederacy. Oh, uh, hold on. No, no, no. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. We, ahead, say yeah. say what you got to say. Go ahead. Oh, no, I had said that the Confederacy was only around for five years and failed. Like, how is that representing anyone's heritage? Like, come on. Exactly. Not only were it's not, y'all were literally just a movement, just like a fad that lost a bad fad. Like, for Christ's sake, the Spice Girls lasted longer than the Confederacy. Damn. That's true. (laughs) That's true. He hit. (laughs) Bingo. Bingo. And now now that we got through that, let let me transition on to the NFL now for you. Lamar Jackson has debuted on the cover of Madden 21. Oh yeah, my my guy. And also Lamar say again? I said my guy, Lamar Jackson. You already know. Uh 
And also, Lamar Jackson said that the Ravens underestimated the Titans in the divisional round. He go. He go. And he, he go. He go. Why did he? He go. <laughs> right as. <laughs> Brett, I don't know what it is, but that was perfect timing. He left. That, right. Like, right when. Right when I said. Oh, wait. Okay. He's back now. Yeah. Sorry. That, that time, okay. Oh, to the phone. But, um. Oh. All right. No, go back to where you said about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson said that the Ravens underestimated the Titans in the divisional round. I believe. Okay, so here's what I want to say about the Ravens. Okay, preach. Lamar Jackson is a very, very, very intelligent football player in the fact that he understands the game. However, part of that comes with overconfidence when it seems like you can't be stopped. But I feel like he learns from his mistakes, which is why Tom Brady, uh, you know, Tom Brady respects him so much because Tom was a person who had to go through a lot of failure after going through a lot of success to unlock his great, his later success. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with Lamar, and with Lamar also, it's not just Lamar. Like, it's not like he's convincing the team. The team itself wants to get better. That's why we don't really have... If you look at the Ravens since we've gotten Lamar, it seems like we'll have less and less um, weaknesses. And when you find that weakness, in the, which normally occurs in the playoffs because you've seen a team play all year, you know, you build to, you know, exploit that weakness. Our weakness was that our defense couldn't stop a legitimate run. See, all year we've been playing these incredible quarterbacks. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, whatever, throw it. We'll take it back. Okay, they all they did was hand off the ball to Derrick Henry, who couldn't be stopped. It was just it would be just like Beast Mode, young Beast Mode. You know, yeah, you, you couldn't stop him. I mean, no one can yeah. stop him that bit. Yeah, but I also I also believe that that was the final seal. I feel like okay, defense. You see how we built our team this year? Like we added J.K. Dobbins. Um, yeah, versatile runner who, if something happens to Mark Henry, will still have. We have two of our- I mean Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram. Yeah, Mark Ingram. Sorry. We also have, um, you know, we also have very big, strong receivers who can block yes. for Lamar Jackson when he goes to run. <laughs> and we also patched. We're also patching up our defense. Locked our defense in. I like the Patrick Queen pickup out yeah. of LSU. Yeah. And the Calais Campbell pick. I, I like that. Big, big, strong running backs who are quick. I mean, linebackers it, who are quick. Yeah. Yep. And then you saw they're trying to trade for, uh, they want to trade for, uh, what's it called? For what's his name? Jamal Adams. Yeah. But Jamal Adams has a whole myriad of teams to go to. Yeah, yeah, true. They'll jump high. The Ravens tend to not jump high because they really are looking for talent. They're not really looking to spend too much money. They want, they want, they rather have the championship money come pay for that. <laughs> yeah, understandable. Plus, I mean, look, they already got Earl Thomas, and the the secondary already seems very impressive to me. I like what they what they have. I really, I really would have thought they would have been in the Super Bowl. Or I thought that that would have been the AFC championship was them and the Chiefs. I would not have ever expected it to be the Titans. Because I was like, okay, Derrick Henry going to do his thing, but it's not going to be enough to stop Lamar Jackson and company. So I was like, they they just going to keep on running away with it until they probably meet up with Patrick Mahomes. But they shocked me. Yeah, and I also think that Lamar is going to look past uh, the record because he got the record he wanted. But now it's like all now he knows that all those wins don't mean nothing. He's gonna play the game differently. It's gonna be less showboating, more winning. Cause last year was an incredible year for him, but he was also very showboatish. The last two years have been incredible for him. Yeah, but last year, I mean, like so far, you know, I feel like oh like, yeah, yeah, him individually, not just for the team, like him as an athlete himself. 
Last year was an incredible year, which is why that was his MVP year. But just like Patrick Mahomes, I feel like he realizes that MVP ain't just it. That's not what I want. I want the next one. Because you can see it in his eyes, just like I saw it in Mahomes' eyes. Like, he, this is fine, but I want what's next. He'll He'll adapt. Right. I feel you. I feel you. So now, no, no, I'm not. I'm going to save I'm going to save that for when we do the conference breakdowns. I'm going to save that for that. Um, 49ers have, have given Kyle Shanahan a six year extension on his contract. So now look, they can, they can go out there and they can blow the Super Bowl for six more years. Nah, man, you know what they saying? They saying, what they saying? Damn. You can make it that far with Jimmy G. I think we can get you somebody better than him. Those are also facts. I, yeah. They yeah. saying in six years, I think we can get you somebody better than him. So we gonna hold on to you <laughs> for the for the now. Real Because think think about it. remember, they wanted to trade for Tom Brady. They were willing to, they were willing to trade him away back to New England. Uh, in the market now, everybody see how we play. You know what? Oh, oh, stop! <laughs> My chest. I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to say that. Y'all messed up. Let me calm down. Y'all messed up. <laughs> um, the Pro Bowl is going to be held in Las Vegas in 2021, so it's leaving Florida. Say again? The Raiders? Yeah, the Pro Bowl is heading to Las Vegas. So there will be a few Raiders in Raiders? it. The Raiders' new home. The yes. Raiders in Vegas? Yes. Boy, it's going to be wild, wild. Yeah, you want you know you want to know what else is going to be wild? Hard Knocks is going to have two teams showed on HBO this year: the Chargers and the Rams. Oh, I don't know how this is going to go. You mean one and a half teams? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically. <laughs> he ain't lying. Hey, you heard my reaction. Oh, that's like, wow. <laughs> okay, I ain't really. He said before. <laughs> nah, I really don't. He's, he said one and a half teams. I mean, shoot. If you put them together, honestly, you only come up with point seven five for real. To be honest, you are very correct because I was watch. I watched the Rams game. I watched the Rams game when they played the Bucks. And there was like nobody in there, and then I'm seeing a 49ers fan sitting up in the stands cheering for the Rams, and I was like, "What kind of mess is this?" Bro, they need everybody they can get. It's- I remember when the Ravens played the Rams um, at the Rams Stadium at the Coliseum, and then at the end of the night, all you heard was MVP chants for Lamar Jackson because it was the Ravens fans in there. Oh, I remember. Wasn't that on Monday night? Yeah. When we, yeah, I remember they, they they had like put up fifty on them. Yeah, made Jalen Ramsey look sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, look, I I am mad at you because what's what's his name? Didn't uh wait because Marcus Peters he went out there and got his revenge, I believe. Pick, sir, touchdown. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. See. Uh, also, 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel has suffered a broken foot and will miss time. But a lot of people are saying, you know, this is this could be his replacement, this guy. Josh Gordon is looking to be reinstated by the league office. And the question now is who should sign him if he's, in fact, reinstated? And a couple of people are saying the 49ers should go get Josh Gordon. So, Josh, I'm going to put you on the spot with this one. Josh, you, your team, the Seahawks, is the last team Josh Gordon played for. Who do you think needs to go get Josh Gordon? Man, shoot. Hold on. Let me stand up for this because I'm almost about to yell real quick. Uh, let me just 
go ahead and stand up. Uh, you know who need to grab him? Who? Now, this is straight from the heart. No bias. Seattle need to go back and grab his behind. <laughs> okay. God okay. dang it. They, Can't you know, he, he would around the house. Like, come on, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> he need to go to uh, Denver so that way he can smoke in peace. No, nah, he ain't going to know Denver. He need to go to Seattle because, you know, see, I heard they getting real progressive out there in the West. They always been interesting. I'm trying to tell you. The problem is what the NFL going to do. Who knows, yeah, man? Look, really? I ain't saying I know Pete Carroll, but I'm just going to say Pete Carroll might roll one up for you. <laughs> hey, look, you, you saw you saw how open Pete Carroll was with uh with what's his name? He seen with Metcalf. He say Pete Carroll took his own shirt off and started flexing for Metcalf. He seemed wow. like tight. Hey, bro, if you get them points right, I'm trying to. He'll have the blunt on the side with you. <laughs> he'll be wow. on. He'll be on the bench. He'll be hiding it in the Gatorade bottle. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'll be like, "Ooh, yeah, we gotta take him into the medical tent real quick and go yeah. check on this dude." All right, cool. And then you just start seeing smoke. Like, what's going on? They on fire? Uh, I've seen. Oh some my! With that Hennessy on the side. <laughs> oh no! Nah. I know y'all remember that. <laughs> nah. Oh my god! I was on the bench, had a sip of the Hennessy. Yo, that video somewhere. I can find it. Oh my gosh! Oh snap! No. But um, wild, wild. Um, the next one is uh, one Buccaneers coach tested positive for coronavirus, along with two assistants. That one coach is believed to be asymptomatic. My only hope is I hope that that one coach was not Tom Moore, who is he's been around the game for years. Like he was, he was coaching. I want to say back when Lombardi was coaching. So I mean, I, I hope he's not the uh, hope he's not the one coach that tested positive. Lombardi, right. yes, Tom Tom Moore has been around for a long time. If you if you were watching Bucks games last year, Tom Moore was the guy that was sitting on the bench with the tablet every time Jameis came to the sideline and would sit down. Yeah, I'm gonna have to double check that too. That don't sound. That don't sound right. Damn, look at it. Lombardi, Lombardi. I'm telling you now. Tom Moore. Okay, look, Tom Moore. King of the Hill started, and King of the Hill was off the air a long time. So that means that this man been coaching. That's the longest. Uh, what's his name from the Steelers? Dick. Uh, what was his name? Bro, I know he's man. That's probably. See, look here. Here it is, right here. Tom Moore was an Iowa graduate assistant in 1961. He worked. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, so his coaching career began at the University of. De- oh no, yeah, he was a running back coach. At, he was running backs coach at Dayton. My gosh, Lombardi's Packers won the Super Bowl during that. I believe it was like 1967. I believe it was. Uh-huh. So yeah, he was a hey, he was a running backs coach at Dayton from 1965 to 1968. But before that, he was a graduate assistant at Iowa from 1961 to 1962. Uh-huh. And Tom Moore was also the wide receivers coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the late 70s through the early 80s. Ah. Uh-huh. So yeah, Tom Moore. I'm telling you, Tom Moore has been around the block for a while. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, see, Tom Moore has won three Super Bowls too. Two of them with the Steelers. One of them with the Colts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, look. I hope. 
I hope Tom Moore is not the guy that has it. Uh, I hope I really, I hope I don't wish it upon anybody, but I mean, especially him. Cause you know, he, he is 81 years old, still doing yeah. this thing full speed. Yeah. Uh, Major league baseball. The commissioner Rob Manfred told ESPN on Monday, he is not confident that there will be a 2020 baseball season. And that as long as there's no dialogue with the MLB players association, the real risk is going to continue. Look, I don't know what I don't know what the MLB is going to do. I have no idea. I've I don't even at this point. I'm just like, look, coronavirus or not, I don't know. If, I don't know what's going to go on. I don't know what's going to happen with them. If I don't know when we're going to see them back on the field. Yeah, this is it's so it's so unprecedented because you know it's like even though the the numbers of you know the number of cases are still like at a standstill. You know, you just know like what will happen if you you know decide to take the field and then numbers spike right back up. Yeah, right back off, and then people definitely won't trust you coming in. Like coming back after that would be even harder. We would never trust someone outside again. Yeah, I agree. But my thing too with, with baseball is just I feel like I feel like it's something deeper than just you know COVID nineteen. I mean, of course, you know they would have they would have played. I think on time had there not been a breakout like that. But I I just think that now that we've seen a stoppage and everything, the, the dirty laundry is kind of starting to air itself out with major league baseball. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that's just, that's my thing. But uh, speaking of COVID-19, the Phillies, the blue Jays and the giants have all shut down their spring training complexes after positive COVID-19 tests, the Phillies and the Blue Jays are down here in Florida, but the Giants are in Arizona. Whew. I mean, it's all over. Yeah, it is. Ain't nothing to say about that. You gotta stop rushing it. There ain't nobody press, no press, pressing for uh, the return of sports like they think. Not over health and safety. True. Exactly. It's like it's kind of it kind of refers back to what Blake Snell said, where he was like, "Look, I don't want to, I don't want to run the risk of me of me messing up myself for a long time and getting coronavirus if I'm going to get like fifty percent, like fifty percent pay or something like that." It's it, it goes back to what he said. Hey, bro, he right to feel that way. Right. I feel him. I feel him. Uh, but yeah, the the NBA, but uh, players are unwilling to in the NBA to play because of concerns about growing cases. Adam Silver has said that he's confident the return concerns will be addressed. But the other thing too, and I'm sure y'all have heard about it, Kyrie Irving who opposes the NBA restart during civil unrest has proposed starting a whole new pro league. An entire new pro league. Kyrie Irving just—he's just out there sometimes with the things that he wants to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you there. But Josh, you got anything you want to add to that? It's not like the, oh wait, go on, go on. It's not like the players couldn't. Like if they all got together and organized. They could start their own league, especially with the money and the influence these players have now. I'm pretty sure yeah. watch LeBron play anywhere or Giannis. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But now the the Y'all know what time it is, right? Time it is. It's time for trivia with the bug. No, I can't answer the questions. You're the only one can't answer these doggone questions. Hello, everybody. This is the bug again. And my question is, 
Who's the winningest head football coach in college football history? And there it is. That's the Bugs trivia question. Y'all can go ahead and click on the exclamation point or the small I up in the right-hand corner of the screen on YouTube to answer that trivia question. Uh, JC, I know you're going to be able to answer that trivia question, right? 27. I don't even know what the question is. 28. Oh, my gosh. I said 28. I said 28. Oh, my Lord. Um, but as always, you know, gotcha. wait, what did he, what did he just say? 25. Oh my gosh. As y'all know, that's, that's going to do it for us on this episode. And before we close, as always, I'm Jay Peeps. I'm Denny Hendricks. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Running Gun Podcast. If you have not, make sure you follow us on Facebook at Penalty Talk. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Throw Flags. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Penalty Talk. Make sure you like and subscribe and share our YouTube channel, which is Penalty Talk. And also, too, we're on Spotify, so make sure you give us a listen on Spotify. Share that. And... This man in the contract negotiate. Y'all, y'all take care. Stay blessed. Continue to wear your mask.